0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you to another episode of We Create Music. I am your host, B Vaughn, and today we have an amazing guest, DJ and music producer, Dre Phantom. Peace, everybody. Dre Phantom in the building. What's up, brother? How you doing? Good. How are you, brother? I'm good, good to see you, man. I'm good. Good to see you again uh, as well. I'm sure, man. Happy New Year. All that good stuff. Happy New Year. All that good stuff, man. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, if you wouldn't mind, just for all of us, just walk us through how you got started in this whole music music world. Um, well, let's start um,
1: growing up as a kid. Um, I was fortunate enough to have a family where really, uh, my father, actually, my dad, he's a DJ. okay. So he was DJing for some years, uh, almost a decade in uh, before I was born.
0: Mm.
1: And uh, I just gravitated to it, you know what I mean? Seeing turntables, mixers, mm. records, you know wow, this is, this is neat, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And just more than just the appreciation of just the listening to music, but I was, like, at an early age, you know, before I was five, like, really technical. Like, wow, what does this do? What does that do? So I was exposed to that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that uh, helped with my passion for music. So going forward, you know, um, probably into, like, maybe middle school, high school, you know, going to gigs with him, when I was, like, Thanks. you know, early teenager or, like, right before, like, really uh, 13 teens, just, um, you know, being exposed to that light. Like, you know, I went to a few events, and just based on, like, time constraints and curfew, mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, got to go home. <laughs> you gotta go you home. know, got go home, mom, and all that That's good right. stuff for auntie. So, did all that, but when I was, you know, in my teens in high school, for sure, I was able to see, like, in depth of it, how to mm. main, control a party, set up, break down all that ins and mm-hmm. outs, and at the same time, um, learning how to play an instrument. You know, it was uh, classically trained um, in the public school system wow. through the band program, okay. and I stayed through that from like six to 12. So, all the way up to graduation. Nice. Um, I mean, I was really into that part of it, and just the appreciation level of it, just mm-hmm. classically learning how to play. And knowing that you can kind of transcribe that into any other instrument wow. so you know just having the ins and outs of that and just having just a pure sense of um band and mm-hmm. um music uh not uh what is it uh theory mm-hmm. if you will and um and that helped out a lot you know so i was fortunate enough to have great band directors that were uh very you know well educated you know, came up through the same program mm-hmm. and had the experience of probably, like, playing in jazz, man, band, marching bands, mm-hmm. like, leadership in those, having those roles in those avenues. Okay. And then especially at the college collegiate level, if you will, excuse me. And, uh, yeah, man, so, um, from grade 6 to 12, all over. and then at that time, you know, probably, like, into going into, like, my 10th grade years, mm-hmm. so I got a grasp of, like, production. Mm. And that's when it hit me. It was, like... You know, right like a year before that, I'm like, you know, being exposed to like the PCs and I'm like, I know there's like musicians out here that they are utilizing computers and Mm -hmm. studios and production and Mm -hmm. trying to create. And I'm like, how can I take a PC that I have and use it for something like that just to try it out, right? never really found an answer. You know, there's different things and then this is the age of like windows, you have mm-hmm. sound, uh, recorder sound recorder and, yeah. and things like that. I'm like, ah. So I'm like, we're getting there but that's not it. So I'm thinking like multi-tracking. I did some research on my own just for, you know, for the hobby and fun mm-hmm. of it and it was not only until um, I saw some things going on the internet and, you know, AOL and all that good stuff. So uh, you remember AOL? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. You know, like, on the tail end of the night. So, we're like, we're talking, like, early 2000s, like, mm-hmm. like getting into two, that, like, 99-ish. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, man, because, you know, at this point, like, I'm getting the inspiration, you know, mm-hmm. Timbaland, Dr. Dre, mm-hmm. Swiss Beats, the Neptunes, mm-hmm. you know, Teddy Riley, you know, you name it, the hitman. So, I'm like, ugh, like, what can I do? And then... Soon enough, um, just in the area, in the neighborhood, you know, I met with some guys that um, we weren't friends at first, mm-hmm. but, you know, just met them at, at the bat. I'm like, and then, you know, we just started sharing interests and like what we're into and sports and music mm-hmm. and this that, and the other more or less like, oh, you know, we're close by. We can hang out type of thing. And um, and one of the guys. You know, I credit to him to this day. He actually introduced me to FL Studio. Mm. And I was think, looking at, like, Hammerhead and different applications like mm-hmm. that. And he was one of the ones that, like, hey, man, like, this is it. Like, this is what I've been using. And, like, you know, you're more than welcome to try it out. But mm-hmm. if this is going to help, like, which, and I'm like, ah, okay. So, you know, some time had passed. And, you know, I'm just observing, like, both of them. They're, like, collectively on their own. Making uh, beats, and I'm like, I'm hearing some fire I'm like, things that you know you would imagine to do because at the same time, like, you know, I was thinking, oh, well, I want to have like an NPC mm-hmm. and a Triton or a Core of mm-hmm. Trinity or something a like that. Like a, yeah, because yeah. those are the things that we're seeing, and you mm-hmm. know, we're, we're like at that time, this is pre social media, mm-hmm. so for us to see it in the magazine or in an interview. The people are right. having like in studio interviews like Rap City and all that mm-hmm. stuff where they're like off site, you know, going somewhere, and you know, folks are having like this workstations, NPC, mm-hmm. Roland's, all that thing, you know. So I was like, ah, uh, I can't really afford that. Like, I'm <laughs> living <literally laughs> right well, now, and they're not gonna buy that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, we that's what you have a saxophone for, like, you know. So I was like, uh, that's what kind of got me to like, you know what to kind of help steer the idea around mm-hmm. and the goal. Like, no, don't get frustrated. There's another way.
0: Mm-hmm. So the
1: computer came right and like, the family computer was like, okay, I can do this on my downtime after I finish school, homework and all that mm-hmm. good stuff. So fast forward, you know, these guys were making, I'm like, man. So I instantly downloaded the demo and I was like, okay, I'm gonna rock with this and see how it goes. So from there I was using like, it was Froot Loops actually. Mm-hmm version two or version mm-hmm. three or version one was already out and i was like oh i mean version three came i was like okay perfect i was using that a few other applications like hammerhead and a few mm-hmm. other ones and i heard about recycle at that time i think yeah that was out then so yeah i mean and got in and like within a month or two of that i was like this is it. like yeah. i gotta stick to this because it was a program that i was like okay it's got everything that you can do basically like Mm. on a sequencer level and you can like record in and midi in Mm -hmm. and then at that time i didn't have any midi controls like i wouldn't even heard of the form of like a keyboard (laughs) midi controller at that time because you know i was so exposed to the fact that if you had many it was more or less like connected MIDI, mm-hmm. you know, and then you use it based on what the other devices mm-hmm. or what are pieces of gear you're using and then the audio outs that will, and that right. modules and all that good stuff. So, um, I was like, oh, okay. So I started making these and then I, I had the demo version. So mm-hmm. that was, you couldn't even save, save your it. sessions. Right. Because you would have to limited. export it to MP3. So I was like, okay, bet, you know, I've got Winamp. I can always make a copy of it on, mm. of a wave on my computer and then, right. Um. at that time i was fortunate enough to have like a cd burner mm-hmm. tape deck so i was mm-hmm. like okay i could bust it down to the tape or record to a cdr and then we could play at school the next day in the morning or something like yeah. that on the bus so and that was our way of like okay you know folks were like bringing like their tapes of like mixtapes mm-hmm. freestyles if they were mm-hmm. recording or um if they had a sub they're making beats and all that good stuff so at that point you know um in school like a lot of folks were like into like doing the artist thing you know Mm -hmm. rappers singers and all. so you know we would look at it as like an opportunity to kind of collaborate and get together you know and that was like later later down the line but initially like that was like my like first hands-on experience Mm -hmm. with like that type of software integration with recording and production and um, I utilized it and then I was like I just stuck to it and I mean by the time like I gave I got myself, like, really four, four years solid. And I was like, okay. Like, I'm decent. I'm okay. I'm, mm-hmm. I think I'm nice, nice. But mm-hmm. then I'm looking, referencing, I'm like, it's got to be better. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I, I know what saying, you mean. You know, and like, this mm-hmm. thing. Like oh man, like, I'm missing bass songs and stuff. Like, I've got it, but I gotta, you know, hone the craft a little bit. So, I just started studying, man. Mm-hmm. Like, studying the greats the and the ones that inspired me and just figured out like, okay, you know, how to craft my sound and mm-hmm. like be, cause I was looking forward to like, more than just a hobby, like professional, because if I can have that talent, I mean, I could utilize that when I'm getting ready yeah. for college and yeah, make right. connections and that type of thing. So I just stayed down and I just like reassured myself with the education aspect, like, mm-hmm. okay, you know what? Before I get too overwhelmed with it, like I need to finish up school, <laughs> prioritize priorities because, you know what I mean yeah. like it's and you know just take advantage because even if something comes up or an mm-hmm. opportunity that's like just gonna blow the doors off I still want to have that backbone mm-hmm. you know what I mean and I know my parents and my family invested a lot of time and in, mm-hmm. in this you know and my siblings is having like that perfect you know foundation like mm-hmm. where we can just like really not really perfect but just work towards that goal so we can like have just something to fall back on so I just made that a priority Da-da-da-da. Finished school, got through college, and at the same time, I'm still making beats. And I got better, invested in my stuff. Like, you know, I work part-time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, now I'll, I'll, you know, different opportunities. I'll get, like, a little mixer. Then I'll get, like, a sound module, a MIDI controller. That, that was the mm-hmm. first piece of gear. I was like, if I get this controller, and I saw, like, how it would, I was like, this is it. Because right. it was more or less, like, the same thing, like, okay. With the computer controller, okay. Well, NPC, Core Triton, like it's the mm-hmm. same difference, MIDI in, MIDI out, but just from different form of um, technology, if right. you will. So I was like, okay, cool. And I mean, I just stayed at it, man. And um, it it was definitely um, a hungry hustle, if you will, because it's kind of part of like build your, mm-hmm. you know, repertoire and your connections. Mm-hmm. If you don't really know anyone like that, but it, it, but you have. Friends or like buddies that you kick it with mm. that are like passionate or doing music too. Right. So that came hand in hand and started working with artists around um, locally and um, just just stayed at it and um, stayed into what was happening out there mm. and just utilizing like, okay, you know, to further develop my thing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And that's just going back to like, you know, just growing with production and the sound and the right. you know radio and just everything mm-hmm. because I just wasn't stuck on it. Like I, I catch inspiration from all forms of production, mm. you know, outside of urban, too. But in hip hop, particularly because I hit focus on more, more hip hop. Mm. Um, you know, it's just, you name it, man. Boom, bap, trap, mm-hmm. name, you know, you you name it, man. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I could just mix it up, and it. you know what I mean? All these guys. So, I was like, to just grow with, my, like, my production style, mm-hmm. I've got to reinvest in it. Like, just, yeah. you know, grow with it. So, that's for, like, the gear and all that. So, I was like, just give myself time. And I was patient with it. I just u- used what I had. Mm-hmm. And um, I was working with a few artists. And one of my best buddies, he um, is an MC, And he was going around the same time when I was just growing with the craft. Mm-hmm. And and then from that point, like I started then, like I think in 05, I was like, you know what? I got to get Pro Tools. So uh. I was able to grow with that now because I got to a point where like it was just more or less like I'll meet myself in a roadblock. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, how can I, record like these sessions and track out my mm-hmm. instrumentals. You know what I mean? Because I just didn't like loops weren't just the thing. Like you had to have a, I full, had song. To have a full you know record. back in the day like years ago, you might get away with it because the song was very constructive, mm-hmm. you know, through the vocals and verbally and you know, just all together. But right. now, you know, and even to even present a track or a record, like you gotta have a fully constructed, intro, breakdowns, you name it, hooks, all that hooks, all mid-section. that midsections. So
0: yeah.
1: it's like I've gotta invest in myself again. So I got um, Interface, Pro Tools, mm-hmm. got a computer dedicated for it. Then I was able to track out everything and record mm-hmm. things in, all that good stuff. So I just started creating, creating, mm-hmm. creating. And then I locked in, got an MPC, got a, a motif from Yamaha. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that because, you know, I missed that part of the ride oh, yeah. earlier on. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I've, I want to learn how I can like actually do that because you know I was just at that time the technology was like Psh! and mm-hmm. I was like okay I gotta learn where I came from or where we came from to kind of know where we're going sure. so I was like okay I got the MPC 1000 the Yamaha motif and connect that up and I was able to utilize that with MIDI of some sort mm-hmm. but then I synced it through MIDI Pro Tools I was able to track instru- you know so mm-hmm. I had instruments coming from like thank you from PC Dawes, mm-hmm. FL Studio, and I probably like this is around the time where they just changed the name because of the branding, and <laughs> right. um and I was able to collect instruments from that point because like I had cousins from up top in New York in Brooklyn and like they were just going in like mm. they you know like my cousin fortunate enough was already like established and working and stuff so he had like a, a pre production studio okay. um, and he was telling me about it and kind of like remotely like training me on how to like use PC, and then mm-hmm. a couple of like trips and vacations like, oh yeah, this, you know, just showing me mm-hmm. when I was up there. I was like that. And then by the time, you know, I was able to get my own NPC, I was like, i got it now. Mm-hmm. I just got to learn how to like, That's right. you know, set it up together and configure it for like my studio space at mm-hmm. home. So did that. And then, you know, um, just started locking in with, um, other, you know, music friends and just having sessions Mm -hmm. and working on their projects and all that, you know, so it was just helping me grow at the same time and, you know, nothing much was coming out of it and then I was, like, really getting to a point where, like, you know, I'm out of school now and, Mm -hmm. like, what can I do to kind of further this, you know, and really get my sound out and I was like, okay, I've got to think about different avenues now Mm -hmm. because I was already, like, Trying to connect with different a mm-hmm. different f- folks that are in the door at conferences, you know, the whole nine. And, you know, that part of the game is very competitive. Yes, it is. You know what I mean? So you think about the ones that are, like, coming up with you that mm-hmm. are, like, nice and just as good or even better. But then you've got a whole realm of folks that are like, what's up? Okay, cool. Like, you know, they already got everything established and, you know, they're they – Already submitting stuff Mm -hmm. as long as you, and you know, they may have first dibs, you know, because Mm -hmm. of the relationships, but there's a dynamic where I feel a lot of times people are like, Okay, I know what I've got, but Mm -hmm. I know there's like an ace out there somewhere, and there's a lot of artists that play that game. It's like, you know what, it's not really about what they've done or who they are or what their name is, Mm -hmm. but um. There's talent out there. So I was like, okay, the internet game is coming up, mixtapes and all that. So Mm -hmm. I was like, this is the perfect time to kind of like try to do that, but then stay with artists that you're coming up with. So I was like, you know what, I'm already kind of doing it. So I stayed at that and I was like, okay, cool. That'll help me as get fluent with engineering, Mm -hmm. mixing, recording, Mm -hmm. tracking out, production, integrating all that stuff in and... You know that whole package, mm. and at that time I wasn't really working with too many songwriters, but more MCs, and then the songwriters came like along the way later right. on. Um, so yeah, and then um, that got real competitive, and I was like, "Ah, oh, man, like something's got to give." You know what <laughs> I mean? And I was like, "You know, I don't really want to give it up because mm-hmm. you know when you stop, you know it's like it's hard to kind of like mm-hmm. recertify that energy to get it all back and tacked again." So at that point, I was like looking at different avenues. You know, I could work with artists, but then I could work on movies. I could Mm -hmm. work on things with TV. I could work um, on independent projects. Mm -hmm. I could do beats for um, infomercials or real estate. You know, the list goes on and on. So wherever music is, there's a destination. You know what I mean? You
0: know, what's so crazy about that is most people don't think about that, though. Yeah. You know, they're so artists focused Mm -hmm. and artist driven it's like I need to get my actual song to an artist and then that's how I'm going to make it but people don't realize there's a whole nother space that lives out out there that you can you know that you can live in and they don't even realize they don't even realize it yeah and even if like um, that part of it and even
1: the collaborating aspect of Mm -hmm. it you know I mean a lot of producers got noticed through Collaborations collaborations right. and doing their thing and like, you know what? Oh, I would be nice if I get a hold of this mm-hmm. guy or girl and work with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know, the list I mean, every major producer that you can think of has maybe done it or has at least tried or is probably gonna do it, you know, from Dr. Dre. They've worked mm-hmm. with Focus and um you know, different songwriters and things sure. like that, and Scott Storch and Mailman and all mm-hmm. these guys. And these guys are very professional on their own. You know, Jermaine Dupri, Brian Michael Cox, uh, you know, so it's more or less like I look at it like Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Like mm-hmm. they were always together, but then you have other producers like, you know what? If I get Timberland and Scott Storch, oh well, man, we can make this Justin Timberland thing fire. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, and, you know, the list goes on. Well, and they did I mean? Yeah. And then just like our and the organized noise, and you know, getting mm-hmm. those ideas in just one melting pot. And when I figured that, you know, that space is like very good because mm-hmm. people are like, oh, like, you know, just just share. Because I, I feel like a lot of times creators, they're like, you know, it's my art,
0: it's, you know, it's mine, so, yeah, it's, it's sanctified, exactly. it's sacred and holy only to me, exactly. And I don't want anybody else to kind of infiltrate, right? You know, this this arena. And, and the good
1: thing about it is that, like, when you are with that. Mm -hmm. for a while and then you kind of you know what I can kind of like dig in like hey just check out what other and then you know that's how conversations get started that's Mm -hmm. how you know and like when you really look at like jam sessions you know people just print the roots and all these people Mm -hmm. like R.I.P. you know we're together for these like just random you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's call a session. It's like, hey, you never know, and like you never know. great songs have come out of it. Yep. Just like you know, a conversation, like, well, you know, you know, a good song can come out of that. You know, based on topic. So, just stayed with that, man, and you know, it was didn't really get too much um, look as far as like major placements. So mm. that's when I was like, okay, I've got to tap into the digital thing mm. and get with that. And um, I was working with some independent artists, and they're doing their thing, and I was like, okay. I'm gonna really start looking at the sync and film mm-hmm. stuff and I took like maybe six months to a year mm-hmm. and just started doing like hard ground research like I was still creating mm-hmm. but then it, I was like reserving time to like do that part and got on the internet you know just stayed down library and just like how can I really get into that because you know at this point like a lot of great movies were being produced mm-hmm. but a lot of composers were being recognized and i'm seeing that and they probably were along the line but then when i was paying attention to like you know those um composers and writers being like recognized for their mm-hmm. work on Spider man and this like hans and like so i knew that that was like an area that you can tap into because swiss beats stop dre they worked on mm-hmm. those films like triple x and training they, you know mm-hmm. and it was like there's an avenue for that because when they're not working with artists, that's what they're working Here's on. There's other things you that know, they You know, like, when is not working on, like, Wu-Tang affiliate right. stuff, like, he's working on movies, movies for Forrest Whitaker, you know, the list goes okay. on and on. And Quentin Terrence, I was like, I've got to get in that. Mm-hmm. And um, I just, like, you know, just got in and started going on, you know, different um, blogs and, you know, vid- you know, YouTube videos. I'm like, okay, Cool then now I was like, I've just got to apply it. So with the networking involved, I was mm-hmm. like, I'll still try to, you know, uh, make some ways to like send beats out or tracks out to artists that were looking. You know, the social media is out by now. Right. So Twitter is going on. And I'm like, okay, cool. So you've got that. But then I was like, that's competitive. So um, at the same time, st- you know, still slow. And then I found an opportunity for um, a licensing uh, mm. placement with um, the art of rap the movie was being done and there was like an open pool for artists and producers all different creators Mm -hmm. to um, you know be involved and to audition for it Mm. to see if they kind of meet the criteria with submissions and stuff so I saw that through like a LinkedIn post and I'm like that's odd like I had created my LinkedIn profile like maybe about a year and a half before Mm -hmm. that and I'm like wow like let me see what's up. So I did my research on that and it wasn't nothing, you know, fugazi or bogus. <laughs> fugazi. You know <laughs> And I was like, okay, cool. And then I stayed in contact with um, the um, contact that provided like that post mm-hmm. from the company. And um, we stayed in contact and um, he got to hear some of my tracks and everything. He's like, Cool. and then he mm-hmm. told me what they were doing like what was the deal behind it and um it wasn't nothing significant at the time but it was definitely something that i could have mm-hmm. earned some residuals you know if um you know things were definitely looking mm-hmm. good on that end and i was like you know what that's a start you know what i mean like you gotta that, start somewhere you gotta start somewhere that's and true. i was like for an international company to like reach out and like mm-hmm okay, I know it's more than just decent. Like, I can actually, like, do Mm. this, you know? So that kept the motivation going. And so I think they, we did, like, four or five tracks. And they were available, like, as soon as they got approved on the app. And I was on there with Uh different producers from all over the world and other tracks that were actually, like, original songs. Those instrumentals got licensed, like some of the ones Mm -hmm. that you've heard in the film. And I was like, okay, cool. This is dope. This is real, real dope. And I was like, "There's more. There's more," because <laughs> right. that's one platform, and that the digital platform was growing. Right. So I was able to use that as leverage somewhat. But then I'm still researching for like the mm-hmm. film and TV things. And I was like, "Okay, this is what I've got to do. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I've got to take the tracks I've got and curate them and construct them like I'm doing
0: it for TV. Right. And that's a whole different process. Mm-hmm. Like, you. Know- so I want to talk. Let's mm-hmm. talk about. Let's take a moment and talk yeah, about. Go ahead. What that process is and what it looks like, and how mm-hmm. can you know our people take advantage of that process uh, even for themselves yeah, to for kind sure. of get into into film and TV and sync licensing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's ta- let's talk about that. Okay. You know. So you said that you started off doing a lot of research. What mm-hmm. what were some of the areas that you were looking at, and then how did you kind of identify places to start submitting? So, um,
1: yeah, so the answer to that, I started with like doing research with different like companies, Mm -hmm. or at least trying to find out companies like that actually did that, Mm -hmm. that form of thing. So, I was just coming with an open mind, open ears, and because I wasn't really exposed to that. Mm -hmm. And um, so, you know, the internet utilized that a lot and connected with some other producers that some were established some Mm were not in as far as like producing for acts that were signed to major labels and all that good stuff. So it was really um, informational when I found out that you can connect with different music supervisors. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a position that they Mm -hmm. hold so that they can audition music, at least listen. And give their feedback and thoughts of what they would mm. like to see and their projects that they're working on. So, and then they, you have licensing libraries and licensing companies. And I'm like, "Ooh, we're getting somewhere." Mm. And then it got to a point when I had a conversation with somebody, and um, I mean, this guy, like, he's doing a lot, and I'm like, "You're doing that too." Mm. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," and. So, like, like I'm not really trying to, like, invade or just mm-hmm. be, like, you know, too front with it, but am I, like, approaching it the right way? And he's like, yeah, you've got to get with those companies and, like, get your music right mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. off, you know, and, you know, just see how it goes. Because yeah. it is competitive and you're going to hear a lot of no's, but you might hear some yeses and mm-hmm. give it a shot. So... I gave it a shot, and, you know, I mean, I didn't get much like, direct info, like, who I need to call. So it was just really my own research, man. Mm. Like, online, just reading about, like, different um, taxi, bra jam, Mm -hmm. and then going in-depth with, like, music music licensing deals, excuse Mm -hmm. me. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, so if I kind of do that, at least get that started, at least trying to find out who I can submit to, then I can try to at least find out who i can personally connect mm. with on a music supervision level right and i was like okay cool so um i got into like some like a few like minor classes online um that you know different producers mm. have online um you know I, I a few personal friends of mine and um some that i just re- got referred so i was like okay cool mm-hmm. as long as i applied that then um We can get a step forward then i was like at the same time i've got to develop my sound like make sure that i've got quality ready music Mm -hmm. for this type of avenue because you've got to be ready like the sounds got to be there or else like they're just going on to the next thing you know Mm -hmm. so did that and um i was like okay cool um got music ready submitted Mm -hmm and then like I was getting some good feedback but then something was was wrong like and I'm just like what's the matter oh right. like the quality's there but it's not really formatted for that type of space mm. and I was like more homework again right. so I just sat back and I was like okay let me study and how this is done and then like doing the same time of the research I was like looking at different um television shows series mm-hmm. um premiere cable series, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I see like how they're doing it, but I was like, oh, okay. And then one particular um, supervisor was like, yeah, nice, but you've got to shorten them. Like, yeah, I'm not sure if like he was like, I'm not sure if anybody has told you that, but it's not, but you've just got to shorten it just a little bit, if you mm-hmm. can. And I was like, good advice, I appreciate that. And he was like, once you do that and apply that, you're good to go mm. so then i was able to like structure my deliverables what they call like the optional versions. so mm. you've got it that's another thing like you have when you're composing and producing you've got to like make sure like you're streamlining them so that you know like you have different versions mm. because you just can't send like an artist you know a particular particularly like, like, oh here's 50 beats right. here's 20 beats Here's right. 10 you know what I mean? but then it's like oh like, we need to have, like, five different versions for each instrumental. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, I got to develop a system because I don't want to get burnt out. Mm. And I was like, okay, I've got those tracks. So, I was like, if I can create, like, five instrumentals, and for example, mm-hmm. and, like, just have the ideas out, I can always go back and create the deliverables because it's already there. Like, mm. you got your different versions for your like uh, narrative and your drum and mm-hmm. bass and your percussion only or no percussion, no drums only. So I was like, OK, I've got to be prepared for that. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm doing those, after I do all those, I can get them mixed, you know, get them, you know, and even just leveled if you're not really good, but just get a great mix on it, yeah. ready for submitting. And then I was like, boom, I got it. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you know, I just stayed down and I was doing a lot of producing, mm-hmm. more than it's, like I just wanted to have a, like a good amount that I can just audition. Right. Because when I'm getting like hitbacks and responses from different supervisors or publishers mm-hmm. or um, different companies that want to license, I've got to have like you know all of mm-hmm. my forms of music ready. Ready. And um, did that, and um, man, God is good. I mean, I was able to see. My first film and TV placement in 2014. Mm. And I was like, amazing. And then like some time had passed in 2015. um, I was getting ready to go on the road for a wedding. And like I started getting notifications from ASCAP with like cue sheets and stuff. And I'm like, no, no way. Mm. And I was like, what's this? Because I was like, I didn't work with anybody recently. Like I'm thinking like a, a placement... You know, with an artist and mm-hmm. wherever, with, you know, with another producer that may have hit TV or film. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. So I like went on. I was like, I got to my computer and I was like, what's going on? Because I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm getting ready to call them. And I'm like, let me see what's up first. <laughs> and then I went in, saw the cue sheet information. And I was like, oh man, like NFL Network, CBS, NFL. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whoo. I was like, something's working here. Mm. And then I was like, because at that time, you know, like just having discussions with different um, people that I knew that were working on music, like mm-hmm. they weren't really getting like too many calls or notifications. Like if they got anything out there because the publishers like this is what they do. Like there's so much going in and out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, OK, so if we can expect that, then. I was like, i may be able to track it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're probably late to just saying, okay, congrats. So, hey, we, or, right. You know, that type right. of Right, you thing. know you're going to get a cue sheet. Right, 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 right. So. Because this is what happened. Usually yeah. they don't know, but they're dealing with so much. So I was like, okay. And then I got introduced with um, different tools online that would help you track it. Mm. You know, so if you just have an account, like you can have your music, you know, being scanned for all that stuff. So, to kind of help with, you know, my uh PRO, getting all the info mm-hmm. so that if they miss anything, I can present it in. Right. Good deal. So right. that helps. And um I was like, whoo. And then, like, just time and time. And then I was like, hold on. Like, man, some this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay. I gotta stick to it. Because mm-hmm. if I'm, I'm getting that type of response, and I'm like, if I stick to it like this, if I just keep creating and just being on point with that I and not really paying attention to too much of like the reception, the success mm. that it's getting, then, you know, early on, then I, I can really um, do it. And I just wanted to stay motivated and not get to it because, you know, when you see that, and I'm like, I'm very humble mm. and very laid back and mm. more or less reserved and, You know, I didn't really want to be with the hype, like, oh, I've got something here, there, there. Mm -hmm. But the consistency was everything because, you know, as a producer, as a creative or a songwriter, you know, your your consistency is everything. Your only good is your last project Mm -hmm. or your last song or something that you wrote. So, you know, just to keep the mind going, Mm -hmm. too, because I'm still developing. I'm getting more into musicality, playing Mm -hmm. keys and chords. So I was like, man, I got because, I mean... Young ones coming up, mm-hmm. man. You know, or everybody else. They're like, <laughs> that's right. They're grabbing musicians, and you know,
0: they're they're everyone's jamming now. You know mm-hmm. what
1: I mean? So, um, just so I want
0: to th- touch on something that you said. Though. Yeah, go ahead. so you said that uh, you know you received a lot of, or people are going to receive a lot of no's versus a lot of yeses. Yes, mm-hmm. right. And yeah, I think. Even in this kind of this music industry as a whole, people have to develop that yeah that it, skin yeah it does that in order is, to, yep, to take that. those notes because as soon as they take a note, it's like yeah well maybe this is not for me right right you or know? like oh well I don't really
1: think they like their, you know your mm-hmm. music and all that and I was like Mm-mm. like at this point you know it's just confirmation from people that I knew directly and others mm-hmm. like outside of my circle. I was like, yeah, oh. you know, you're nice. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, just stay, just keep staying at it, and you know. And I was like, it's not really that hard, you know. Mm-hmm. Just, just have something that can really connect right. with people, and you never know where it can go. Right. And I was always connecting this because you know, DJing, like I was DJing, like mm-hmm. right. You know what I mean? It's till this day, and that was something that kept me grounded because if nothing else worked, you mm-hmm. know, I know that, like with me being as a DJ. Was definitely gonna you know yeah. mean, hold me down like just at least for the passion part of like you know mm-hmm. having that interest that strong interest in music mm-hmm. but um yeah i heard a lot of no's man i mean i got i didn't get picked up for a lot of things that Shoot. Really cool. he heard a lot of yeses
0: though yeah <laughs> like afterwards like man. don't let him sit here and be like <laughs> i received a lot of no's yeah no but like, he received a lot of yeses like but, he, you know and and that helps, that helps helps you. You because that that,
1: that motivation is mm-hmm. like you know what like just you know, just develop your craft even yeah. more, and yeah. um, just stay at it. And um, once I, I I started getting those yeses or that mm. type of reception, I was like, okay, I just I gotta stay at it because I um, mean mm. that's something that's growing too. I mean, there's you never know where anything can end up because right. folks are listening a lot more now, and you know, on an international spectrum, we've got streaming now. Mm. I mean, it, everything's been worldwide, man. So. You know, I gave I gave um, I give all thanks to the creator for that. And just right. being able to, you know, have him utilize me in that aspect where I was like, OK, you can still move forward in, in any light. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, develop something that you can really go in within your lane. You know what I mean? And that lane has always been there, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and you it's know,
0: still there and it's still there. Right. People just got to decide if they want to take advantage of it or not and research right. and do the work. Right. That it requires to you know operate in that in that space, mm-hmm. but it is is there. Yeah. like like I told you, he's Dre, super humble. You know? But <laughs> if you go to his Instagram, you will see all of the different placements that he has and all the different shows that he's worked on. And I mean, I don't know, it, it, just go look, and yeah. you'll get a chance to see. I mean, we could run some of them down, like Keeping Up with the Kardashians and That's Married right. to Medicine. And uh, you know the NCAA and E and NBC and BET and like there's a whole bunch, yeah. right? I mean, you yeah. and Clint are kind of like the only two people that I know man. that got like a million That's my brother, seat man. placements. Yeah, that man, that man is Clint is that guy. Man. Well, you, Clint, and Beat Buster. I heard about him oh, too. bus is in yeah. uh, Toronto. He's, oh, okay. I think, okay. B, I think he's. That's what's up. That's my yeah, hometown, matter. Yeah. fact. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I think he's in. Um, I think he's in Toronto. Mm-hmm. The dude makes amazing music. But yeah. from, between you three, it's like I think y'all just all the ones who make a lot of music. Word. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> man.
1: Um, Twins. He. I mean, we connected um, yeah, yeah. just recently. He's you know phenomenal dude, mm-hmm. man. He's got a good thing going on and. His platform is mm-hmm. uh, is a great use resources. Awesome. If, if producers, if you're out there, check that out. Like you definitely yeah, We got that thing to roll with the tempo. Yeah, function, and um, yeah. you know, and um, we connected earlier. Like when I started getting something, mm-hmm. like man, you know, I wanted to connect with some other guys or or girls, even you know, ladies that were in that um, mm-hmm. realm. And um, he was definitely um, you know out there because it's I mean, YouTube. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was out there on social media, and I found mm-hmm. I was like, man. You know, I was like, man, you got a lot of things going on. And mm-hmm. I saw that he was working with other artists, too. And that was another thing. That's where, how I ran into him. You know, Yeah. And, um, you know, online. And, you know, we started um, sending like emails mm-hmm. and DMs back and forth, like, a couple of years after that. And I was like, you know, let's let's connect sometime, man, because I'm working on this stuff. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, he's, man, he stays busy. And, uh, you know, he was working on some stuff with Tamar Braxton and yeah. all that good stuff. But, yeah, I mean, to, you know, say that point, I mean i wanted to utilize that because it's like it's mm-hmm. leverage for me to work with artists now if they hear or see right. like you know anything as far as traction being done with that and i was like that's something for my resume mm-hmm. and um you know and and, it, and it's and it's been working somewhat but i was like you know let me stay down with this and kind of like get that in and mm-hmm. you know things will things will definitely pick up and i just look at it from you know the, the greener side of the tone man you know what i mean you just stay at it and you just put your faith forward i mean things will happen you know what i mean you got there right and i started you know meeting some other producers with you know you know in that and um clinton are good friends um other producers that are you know licensing music you know we didn't meet like in person but Mm -hmm. we met online first and then we met in person later you know that type of thing Mm -hmm. and um yeah man it's a growing community because a lot of producers are finding that as another like revenue revenue because you because know because seeing people gonna pay you yes yes and you, and that's one thing <laughs> they gonna like, pay you the money you then know you, in the business yeah. you know we, we we see that drawback where um you know producers not getting paid mm-hmm. on time or they, they you know they've got stuff out there and you know in that in that area you gotta make sure that you're getting paid too because if mm-hmm. you're not keeping up with your work and what's out there yeah. you know you can miss a few
0: things. I mean, but they're not trying to come to you and like, oh you got you got beats? No. Can no, no, I no, get uh no. can I get this for my film no, I mean, for like three <laughs> for a hundred? Right, right, right. I mean they they not no, kind with no, no. the same mentality. I mean they have a a, a budget. Right, right. I mean they're and, doing a, and, a TV show and a right. film and they got a budget. They got a budget and, they, so they they got got a budget, and they've the got
1: lines that they've got to go and, and, you know, for legal purposes right. and it's like, you know, you know that they're gonna look at because at the end of the day Which movie production studio or, you know, production company that's working with television series Mm -hmm. wants, you know, their um, their face on their brand, you know, out there because of something like that. You know what I mean? Like that, you know, and usually it's it's rectified, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because once you have representation or even if you have those. Proper documentation, like okay, this is what I worked on. Here's the cue mm-hmm. sheets. Here's the reports. Here's the conversations. Um, the correspondences from emails. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're more. Mm-hmm. Of, you know what I mean? But you exactly. still, you still want to copyright your work. Though. Oh yeah, of course. Definitely, definitely. You know, yeah, of course. Definitely. You know, you definitely want to do that. But um, but yeah, man. Um, and you know, I've I've been doing that for some years now. I'm you know going right? going. Trying to, you know, make it a whole decade out of it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we about we about halfway there and some That's change up, now, man, you know. Yeah. And like I said, man, I give the most high all, all the credit to because because, um, you know, at that time I just, you know, had to lock in. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, just, I just yeah. wasn't these beats and getting them right and making, you know, feeling everything. And when I started putting more feeling into it, mm-hmm. like it's f- because, you know, everything is like feeling now, you know, it's like... You, can, mm-hmm. you know, but if somebody can feel it and it's like, yo, rent
0: that back. Like Plus, they're looking for some of that. Like from what I heard, music supervisors will look for a certain feel. Yeah, that can be communicated mm-hmm. through the song that fits the scene that exactly. they're looking for. That, and that's all. That's all it is. That's okay. a, a lot of it. Majority of it is that. You know mm-hmm.
1: what I mean? Like if you're working with like different particular scenes that mm-hmm. are action packed or filled with drama. Mm-hmm. You know, they want that suspense. They want that intensity Mm. you know what i mean like that tense music that's going to help them drive the scene and once they have something that could drive the scene then there's a possibility there's a strong possibility and um and then that's another thing like you know i came up as a hip-hop producer hip-hop and rap and i always liked r&b like r&b was always smooth and but coming up like that was my thing, and then, you know, later mm-hmm. on, I was like, you know, I want to get into that when I can have the ability to play a little bit more mm-hmm. or collaborate with different um, keyboardists mm-hmm. or piano players or even different producers that mm-hmm. are great with keys. I always respected that. Yeah, you know me too. Shout out to all you
0: guys out there who are super fluent
1: in definitely in, in keys, <laughs> man. You know that goes a long way. I yeah. mean, those those guys can be in the game until, until you know, seventy, eighty years old forever. You know, right. you know, Lord knows, but um. Yeah, and then, you know, I was like, when I applied that to music that I was working on, mm-hmm. TV. then I started seeing that different scenes. I was mm-hmm. like, it's not being just about the energetic, and you know, the sports driven right. stuff, like, you know, relationship driven scenes, you know. Um, You know, it could be like someone having a walk in the park or, Mm -hmm. you know, two homies, Mm -hmm. you know, having a conversation. And it's, you know, like a
0: organic hip hop beat or, you know, something soulful, Mm -hmm. more or less. You know, so,
1: you know, I was like, you know, just make it relatable.
0: Even speaking of even speaking of that, when Mm -hmm. you think about the album that you came up with, Mm -hmm. it sounds sounds like that. right? I had a chance to listen to it. The the Malibu Pier collection collection. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. So it sounds it it sounds that kind of like that soulful, organic. I mean, I, I, you gotta tell me how you describe, describe the album. I can sit and say it sounds like a, a, a hip-hop, lo fi chill type of organic music, but...
1: Yeah, the, um, organically, that's what it came out to mm-hmm. be. Um, mm-hmm. The way I approached it, you know, was um, it was my fourth project in, um, as far as the, inter- in, 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 excuse me, instrumental series that I've been doing, because mm-hmm. um, that's another thing that I wanted to tap into, you know, just have my alternative projects. All right. All right. And, um Because you had yeah,
0: Chromosphere, came out before. Man. Right before that, right and that.
1: that came yeah. out on Black Friday, okay. and I released, um, if you haven't checked it out, got uh, everyone, I checked, uh, released it, let's see, a week after Black Friday. Okay. So it has a remix and two bonus cuts that I threw in there, mm. you know, for all the support. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been getting a lot of reports and hitbacks from, man people across the country, mm-hmm. you know, um, across the world even. So yeah, I just wanted to give that back, you know, given season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, you know, before that, like my first one, August that I released was uh, Dark Nights, Brighter Stars. Okay. But uh, for this approach, you know, um, on the Malibu Pier, I was like, you know, just want to let laid back feel. Um, mm-hmm. I was in Cali. a little bit Ah, you know just on some you know relaxing vibes Mm -hmm. and not really trying to work or anything but i had my uh, npc with me and you know i was like you know what like i want to i just want to rock out but Mm -hmm. if anything comes out of it i just want to make it like a project where it's like i just put it in bump Mm -hmm. it like a mixtape and just ride out you know what i mean and um chromosphere was different because i wanted to hit them with like Some banging beats, Mm. like some just, something that just blow your speakers. Mm -hmm. And I got that, you know what I mean. Shout out to my boy AJ for mixing the whole project. AJ on the buttons. Yeah, yeah, connected with him on that, and he got it, he got it all the way right Mm -hmm. for me, and um, and uh, we put that out. And afterwards, um, you know, with that, yeah, I just wanted that Mm -hmm. laid back feel, you know what I mean? Because you know, I came up on the hip hop scene, and I just wanted something that people could vibe to, and just Mm -hmm. you know, whether it be getting ready for work, driving Mm -hmm. to work. Uh, coming home and enjoying the weekend, mm-hmm. or just something that they could play when they just wanted some that ease. You know yeah, I mean? it has that
0: feel. Too, right, right, right. right. It, yeah. it definitely has that feel where you can just chill and relax and be laid back and just enjoy some really good hip hop, you know, music. And it, it just has that, yeah. just has that feel. And pushing that, and that moving <laughs> that mindset. And um, you know, just
1: for like producing it, I mean, I didn't really want to like book any studio mm-hmm. time or anything. I just. Where I was at at that point where I had an idea, mm. I was just like, yo, because wait, I was mobile wait. at that point. Wait, you lugged your big old it? No, you? no, no. It oh, was okay. like the, the mini one. like oh, yeah, yeah, The, yeah. the live, the NPC live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, before, you know, I went out, um, I loaded it up. I had a hard drive that was already pre-installed, so I loaded mm. it up with some sounds. I was like, okay, I'm just going to take a gamble here. Mm. You know, you know, rest roulette with it. I'm like, Whoosh just be random like a magician with uh, and then it. whatever popped up and is what then you. i'm just going to use these sounds and boom wow. i already learned i had it for a little while already so i had learned like how to do key groups and play keys on mm-hmm. pads i was like let me try okay. myself you know what i mean and i wasn't really trying to do it you know for a mm-hmm. or anything like that but for this particular project i was like if what comes out of it sure why all all right through that box and Sure enough, I was able to sequence it all, man, top to bottom. Wow. What you hear is how I made it, mm-hmm. like, in real time. And, like, different, you know, different excursions, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I was doing stuff in the hotel room, um, Uber. Um, the last track I made was when I was about to board my flight, heading back home on um, the LAX. Wow. And, you know, I mean, I just rocked out. I didn't put no time constraints. Mm-hmm. I didn't even wear a watch at that time, you know? Like, I just wanted just to just be... Out right. there and um, the beat Malibu. Mm-hmm. I went to Malibu. Um, I spent the whole day out there, nice. and I was on the beach, had some lunch. And I was like, vibes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's where the idea, like for the, the cover and for mm-hmm. the like the vibe of the energy, like for the project, it came from like, okay, I'm gonna name it that because I want to approach it like that, like mm-hmm. the beach scene. You know what I mean? Like, the, that whole environment, like relax and wind down. You know what I mean? and I was like, Okay, cool. Because you know, California as a, as a whole, it gives you that. You know, and that was my like one of my first times out there. So okay. I was like, you know what? Mm. And then you know, like different uh, things. I was like, I just got inspired. Like mm. every day I was out there. Like not I, I'm actually there's more tracks that I make. Uh-uh. I might throw out a you know Malibu Pure Collection Part Two. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. But I've got I've got man. If you if you guys like what you guys hear right now, I've got some others. But. Uh-oh. But um, but yeah, and I just took the best ones that I felt that were molded, and um, and yeah, man, I, I I enjoyed it, you know, the whole way through, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I've got to get it right and cleaned up. So took all the sessions, bounced them out, you know, mixed the, you know, put a soft mix on it, and and that's nothing. I wasn't really trying to go too mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, compressed with the sound or too um. Because you don't want to that feel. Yeah, I just want yeah. to have something organic. Like if you heard it on the radio, mm-hmm. record. You know what I mean? Or if you borrowed a tape from something. Like, you know, mm-hmm. just like how we we're just passing around and sharing some mm-hmm. music from back in the day. And I um, took it and then, you know, locked in the studio, tracked it out. And I was like, man, this is going to blend so good. Mm-hmm. And then I sequenced it out. And I was like, boom. And I was like, if everything goes well with Chromosphere and everyone likes that,
0: New they gonna years. love New Year's. Gonna love like, this one. Yeah, New
1: Year's. Yeah, I was gonna rock that, and yeah. I was like, that. So got everything lined up, and I didn't, you know, I was kind of mum about it. I didn't tell much, much people about it, and I was like, "Cool." I looked at how Christmas mm-hmm. was going. I was like, "Cool." i must just wind <laughs> it on down, get them ready got for it. 2020, because uh, we're gonna do
0: some more yeah, this year for sucks. sure. Man, well, I can't wait to to hear what you got, what you got uh, coming coming up next. So so let me ask you, so what would be your one biggest piece of advice for anybody that's coming into this music industry? Oh, man, patience. Mm.
1: Patience, you know, patience is a virtue. Um, true, patience is patience is a fruit of spirit, true, too. Yeah, man, <laughs> it's true virtue, and, and it goes a yes. long way. But with that, you know, mm. I would just have that in the main umbrella, but... um develop your craft invest in your sound mm-hmm. um you know wherever you can take opportunity you know what I mean everything is not expensive out there sounds you can get those you know from splice from sounds.com right. right you know yeah. and you can take opportunity of different cells that are out there you know all mm-hmm. these holiday seasons I mean plugins were everywhere you know everywhere right you plug alliance yeah. you can I- they got free ones. They but got stuff to you them. can get for
0: 99 cents all the right. way up to you whatever know, the price is. And
1: um, build relationships with these companies that are selling these mm-hmm. plugins and sounds and different pieces of gear. You know? And mm-hmm. um, research, man. Like if... I feel that like when you are trying to tap into something that, okay, this is... what Try to find out what you can use mm-hmm. to help you further that even more. You know what I mean? And, and push the envelope. There's so much you can do with... These dolls now yeah. that, man, like, you and me both probably, we haven't even touched yet. We even but it's, been, it's out there, right? you know what I mean? And just educate yourself on that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everything will come into place. You know, I, I think that once you, you know, just own your craft. Stay at it and just learn from it. You know, you're going to take L's, but those L's could be lessons. You got, they got to be lessons. They got to be. You, you got to learn from it. You got to learn from you it. You can't
0: get defeated by it when you take those L's like that. Yeah. I mean,
1: and it's going to help you in the long run. And it's going to help the the, the right. person or the homie or the homegirl that's coming up, you know, before right. us, you know, right. or after. So, yeah. you know, and and um and that's really it, man. Just study your craft and... um. Tools, tools yeah. of the trade. I think tools are everything. Like mm-hmm. every producer has their weaponry or tools that mm-hmm. they want to go in on, and we don't really have to have the same type of armor these days. You know what I mean? We don't. We don't. And 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 the, and the good thing about it is that you know we can get your laptops, and right. you know we have we have different in, introspective tools out here that are like doing enormous things, man. Yeah. You know I mean, so just you know, and just stay at it, and and just uh. Be proficient and um mm. and and collaborate, collaborate, and at least don't be too close in with the music because when it's ready and it's ready to be sh- just share it, man. Mm. You know, a lot of times, um, you know, my finest compliments have been from just sharing it, yeah. Not even like looking out for a dollar or anything, just sharing it. Mm. And once people like appreciate what you're doing, it's gonna come, it's going to come.
0: That's right. It's definitely gonna come. Definitely gonna come. Well, man, tell people where they can find you.
1: Oh, man. Um, everyone, y'all can find me on Instagram, at Dre Phantom, all one word, D-R-E-P-H-A-N-T-O-M. Uh, Twitter, same thing, at Dre Phantom. And uh, look out for some more music. Um, mm-hmm. we, I got I got some
0: stuff on the way. That's, That's right. what I'm going to say. That's right. I mean... Well, my man, it's a pleasure having you on the show today. Mike was, brother. I really appreciate appreciate the joining the conversation and learning more about you, brother. Well, for sure. For sure. Yeah, was, man. Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of We Create Music TV. You can always catch us every Thursday at 7 p.m. Y'all have a great, wonderful day. Once again, it's my man, Dre Phantom. Peace. Peace, y'all. We're out.